Valley Podcast. Today we're talking organic farming. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers to producers to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. Welcome to another episode of the Edible Valley Podcast. I'm chef and host, Jonathan Fraser. And I'm Darren Howlett. Back again. Yes, we are. <laughs> wow, we're st- we never left. We're st- welcome back. <laughs> we're welcome st- back. <laughs> For us, it's been three minutes. For you, it's been a week. Um, <laughs> we're back now. Uh, still here at Patterson Farms with Jerry Patterson. Uh, thank you very much for having us again. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Twice in one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we wanted to talk a little more about the process uh, and uh, organic farming, uh, being that you were, you know, uh, one of the pioneers of this area at least for organic farming i'm sure that you've got lots that you could talk about or we have lots of questions for you at least <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all right i know we broke into some of this in the first episode but we're like why organic farming yeah is the real question like yeah i mean it, there's there's the health benefits of course and there's it's better practices for earth can you can you go into that a bit more that's better for like organic farming is better to the soil in the local area well it's better for the environment yeah uh you know like we don't have any um uh, pesticides we have right. no synthetic fertilizer right you know it, it, it's you know we get a, a bug outbreak we have to work at it we just can't go spray something right it, you know and, right you know and, and for me it's it's important yeah because you spray spray food and doesn't matter how hard you wash it still got something yeah. residuals on it right, right. it's of become course. part of that food now yeah so so yeah and you know there's well there's all kinds of I don't know about benefits things about organic farming that you know it's i don't know it's i've been on conventional farms and they seem to be always stressed out and <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know they were much bigger farms so i i can imagine because right. I, I get stressed out here but but uh, you know, the, it's a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. You know, like you saw our staff going home today. Yeah. It's like eh. pretty casual. Yeah. They're, they're all like, "Hi, we're going." Yeah. Home. <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah. So it, it's you know, if you stay on top of it, it's not a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people freak out over the paperwork, and right. and the first year you do freak out because <laughs> it's a lot of paperwork. Right. <laughs> but okay. w- once you get done the first time right you know you you put it into into it's called i certify and it's online so like your your name doesn't change your address doesn't change right all that stuff doesn't change so each year it gets shorter and shorter and shorter right you know because i remember i had a binder and i spent two and a half hours a day oh my god doing paperwork just for that oh really you know and now it's like you go in at night and what happened today? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, so yeah, so it, it, it's come a long ways now too, and yeah. you know, and it used to be the COABC was the certifying main 
body, and now it's called um, Organic BC. Right. So they changed the name, and and uh, you know for organizational reasons, reasons, and then there's you know they're the main body, and then there's all the little certifying bodies around right. around the province. So. Wow. So yeah, yeah. You you said something I didn't want to get too far away from it. You said something about synthetic uh, compost or, or something. No, like synthetic that. Uh, fertilizer. Fertilizer inputs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I I wasn't even aware that that was a thing. Like they're oh. synthetics. Oh. Like they just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they're made out of chemicals. Oh wow. You know, petroleum and things like that. Oh wow. Yeah. You know. And and so you're just getting your own fertilizer here, or, or well, we have. A lot of compost. Right. Uh, organic farmers are really good composters. Right. You know. Like right, because I guess you wouldn't be able to bring in compost. You're, we can, we can bring in compost if it's been aged for two years and there's a whole process oh, wow. to make it happen. You know, and then there's um, uh, Omri, which is they, they can get their compost certified. Wow. And so then we can, it cuts down the paperwork right, right. on our end. And, you know, and, and a lot of the fertilizers are um, certified with uh, eco, uh, EcoCert mm. now. So that cuts the paperwork down too. You right. know, if it's one, uh, something new, you know, we have to, we send the paper off to the certifying body, our, our certifying bodies in, in Cowichan. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's IOPA and, uh, they they have a panel and they review it and right and yay or nay it so wow and so you said organic farmers do a lot of their own composting yeah <laughs> yeah they do yeah you know like yeah. yeah we have well we have all our vegetable matter right you know and uh, you know we've got three compost piles on the property oh yeah you know we have one for the lawn the right. grass it's where the weeds go right <laughs> you know then we can put them back on the grass and cut them <laughs> weekly so you know then we have a nice clean one for the for the fields for the vegetables oh yeah you know um we, here we have a problem with carbon we don't have really enough carbon to mix in oh yeah you know it's, it's different times of the year we're short right so we just kind of wing it yeah <laughs> you know is that why that the apple tree was down is that going to be becoming part of that or it's going to become firewood oh firewood yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so in yeah. november when i got my feet up yeah. <laughs> i can remember the apple tree right. yeah <laughs> right yeah wow so that's awesome i i i do know that every time that i've had a garden i make it sound like i've had tons i've only had a few but every time that was one of the things i really wanted to master and just never got to it was i wanted to do very healthy you know uh, composting where but, I, you know, I, I would layer it with this and layer it with that, read this, read that, and it would never turn out the way I'd, I'd hoped or never really get much out of it. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, we produce around 65 yards of compost a year on this farm. Wow. That's about half of what we need. Oh, wow. So That's amazing. I'm just thinking I just shoveled half a yard of... <laughs> Of of gravel. gravel yeah. well, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I get in our pile with a big tractor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in about 20 minutes, I can move 40 or 50 yards. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, they got me beat. Yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm looking at this as organic. Is There's a lot of science that you probably have to understand, like to keep the soil 
as nutrient as possible. Am I? Yeah, and and you know pests like you know aphids are a problem. Uh, wireworm is a problem. Flea beetles, things so how, like. That. How do you deal with those then? Well. For the kales mm-hmm. with the flea beetles, you know, we rake them. Um, we built a rake. It's a sheet of poly and and a piece of one-inch sked 40 and a rope. And we paint one side of it with honey. Really? And then when you drag it all over the plants, the bar hits the plant and the flea beetles go the opposite direction you're going. So they onto the honey and they get stuck. Wow, so we can we can clean out a bed of flea beetles in you know usually less than a week. Wow, really? Yeah, and then you give them the hot hot water bath. Yeah, and mush them around and rinse it off, and that's the end of them. Wow, it's, it's that easy. That's y- well, easy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's easy to say. Yeah. You know, so no, I I'm that, that's just an ingenious workaround for I guess where other other people would just use a spray bottle and be like well yeah 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 we'll spray this on you know like yeah you know and you know if if you're a home gardener and it's you know like I don't have a lot of time you just get a handful of granular I'm growing tomatoes handful of granular and you're done right you know like we we grow uh, in our tomato greenhouse we have seven rows with two what is in there don't even know it's <laughs> two, 200 around 200 plants a row oh my god you know and they have to be all pruned every week wow and uh they have to be pruned when it's warm like you can't prune them when they're cold because they break right. stems have to be soft so you can turn them wow so we get get to have lunch and then go in there and sweat for two hours <laughs> 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 you know yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and with the pests becoming more and more um, biological controls. Right. uh, You know, like, this is a bad bug, this is a good bug. It's going to get the bad bug. Right, right. You know, so so we do do some testing um, for the um, agrostation and agassiz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, work with some scientists there. Right. And that, and it's it's pretty cool stuff, you know. It's yeah. like you know, this war going on in your soil, <laughs> you know. That that's yeah, that's pretty amazing. Bring in uh, instead again, instead of going for the chemical option, just bringing in their predators. Well, yeah, and it, it you know it takes time though. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't want to put in the time. Right. You know, they just like I need these bugs gone right now. I don't right. want to mess around with them for a week or two or a month. right. You know, because they usually come back. Wow. So, like our greenhouses, we get a aphid outbreak in there. We usually put in, in the smaller one ones, we put around five thousand ladybugs in there. Oh wow! And we see, and you. Put, How do you just? You can just get five thousand ladybugs? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was the thing. They arrive in a box. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah, and so you know, you have to put them in there at night. So really? they so they won't move, and you have to water the plants because they're thirsty. So <laughs> you go in there in the dark, water the plants, and let them go. And spread them around. They come in shredded paper. Wow! So you sp- yeah shred them around, spread them around on, on the plants, and then in the morning when the sun hits them, they wake up 
and they're thirsty, so they have a drink, and then they go, whoa, look at all this food. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. And they do a great job, and they they hang around, so like when they never eat all the aphids. Right. Because you don't kill your food source. Right. Um, But, you know, a lot of them will go out in the field, and then we get another outbreak, they come back in again and do it all over. Wow. You know, we don't have to go and get 5,000 more right. type of thing. That's yeah. amazing. Do you mind me asking what 5,000 ladybugs cost? <laughs> Costs? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know right now. We haven't had any for four or five years. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, right? That's one of those things I just have no yeah. concept of the price. Like, you could say it was five bucks, and I'd be like, oh. And you could say it was 5,000, and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somewhere in between there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, and then you get nematodes and, and stuff for in the soil, oh, and, yeah. you know, so they seek out the, pro, the the larva. Right. And they bore into them and eat them from the inside out. Oh, wow. So, Sounds gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bug wars. Bug wars. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We didn't ask in the last episode, but how many people do you employ here on the farm? We have six. Six. Oh, yeah. And me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. According to the staff, I don't really count. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, John was telling me, I didn't know much about the history, so he was telling me on the way up. Um, I, you started this with a partner? And he, no? Nope. Oh, I thought no. he was a partner at one point. No, no. Uh, uh, John, a friend of ours, he, he lives just down the road. Oh, yeah. And he, you know, the whole business plan was it's going to be him and I. Right, right, you know, and it was fine when we had a market garden, but once we got onto two and a half acres and the two of us, it was oh, a, yeah. a little more stressful. Now we're on seven acres, right? You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it went, I see. Like I said, it gets it got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. All right. Uh, now I know we had an interesting conversation back about about getting seeds and being able to the start with your vegetables and that has been a bit of a difficulty for you sometimes yeah last year was the worst um you know it was all about covid and you can't have seeds because of covid and you can't ship them from america to to canada because of covid and you know border services were all screwed up and right and that so um but yeah this year's been a little better Mm -hmm. it's not perfect (laughs) we still like we order stuff yeah we have it then it doesn't arrive. Oh, right. You know, so then you have to go order it somewhere else again. You know, wow. then, it, then it arrives and you got twice as much as you need. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we do some field testing for new products, new vegetables with uh, Johnny's seeds in Maine. So, oh, yeah, yeah we, we don't do a lot of it right now. We A few years ago, we did a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's kind of nice. We try out try out some new stuff, you know, and, yeah. uh, and see what it's going to do. Then I can bring it to John and say, hey, <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about this? <laughs> yeah. I get that quite often. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Something wild. Uh, yeah, we got a couple of things growing now that are new and hopefully exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. So, But I guess there is also a limited areas that you can get seed from just to keep it organic because it's not like yeah. you can well, go Well, we have, we store. can buy non-organic seed it can't be treated right but we can have just natural seed if organic seed is not available 
but we have to prove it's not available. You have to have four sources where you look to find it. Oh, wow. So I just, you know, I do a spreadsheet. I don't know how everybody else does it, but it took uh, 21 hours wow. to research it uh, for the amount of seed we buy. Wow. And that's a lot because we have so many different varieties right. of things that we right. grow, you know, so. I really wish I had that sheet that you sent to Ronald with what we bought from you last year. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like two pages and you had the amounts and, and all that. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I can get that. I know. <laughs> if, you, if you want it, I can get it for no, you. No, I have it. But I, was, I wanted it for the podcast because I was going to go through and be like, wow, we got that many salad greens from you and that right. much. Yeah. You know, the Asian greens and the, the kale mix from you. And yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that came from uh, my training in corporate world. I had an inside sales staff of eight people. And we had a twice a month meeting. And I asked them, I said, like, what did you sell the most of? And they never knew. What? 28 years. They never got it right once. Wow. Because all you remember is what you sold a lot of and what you had the most problems with. Right. Not what you really sold. Right. right. Yeah. So, you know, so I, th I think it's a helpful sheet. Oh. It's yeah, a, a great sheet, but yeah, so I can see why you've taken on to organic just because you've had to use a lot of those tools to keep yourself organized for. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and and coming from corporate world, you know, like the more organized you can be, the better you you are, right? right. You know, like so, I have a lot of reports I don't really print I just follow them right so I know because mm -hmm. I'm not, yeah. not going to remember <laughs> you know so but so, yeah uh, do, I guess at the end of the day uh, I, you know for all the effort that you've put in and all the extra work and all the extra paperwork and and the certification and all these governing bodies the, is it worth it like for you yeah do you find it worth it it is yeah yeah you know it, it's it's I don't know. It's it, it's a niche market. Yeah, you know it's it's a niche product, and when Gordon Campbell was the premier, right, then the the marketing boards got their, on their horse and said, organic farming is going to become part of the marketing board, right. And Gordon Campbell said, well, it's not, and he may he declared it a specialty processor really and he fired the marketing boards that didn't follow the line <laughs> wow so i wasn't aware of that that's crazy <laughs> yeah so it, it was yeah i was president of small scale uh processing at the time oh wow yeah that was one of my other jobs oh yeah I, I think I'm the only. I think I'm, I have the most non-paying jobs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a lot of things. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. But yeah, yeah, and I got into small scale because I wanted to see the processing side. Yeah, like closely what they do, how they do it, problems they have. Mm -hmm. So we've been able to adjust our farm right for that part of the market. Right, yeah, be able it, to see what's coming, yeah, in and how to do it efficiently, and yeah, yeah. Wow. So I was president for eight years doing that. Wow, for all of Canada. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, nothing like going to Quebec for uh, for dinner. 
I'm back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's uh, just another aspect of of what right. we do. Well, that's great. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about farming practices too with organic, but like I'm talking about like uh, crop rotation and and tilling and and taking care of the soil. Like, I yeah. guess there's extra steps that have to be taken involved. Yeah, we, we we're on a five year uh, crop rotation here, yeah. so um, every five years, each variety comes back to where it was oh, originally, yeah. and so we have twenty years of data now right. on that. So you know, uh, David is our our field manager, mm-hmm. and uh, so he keeps track of that, and he's actually written us a, a software program oh. for our farm for rotate uh rotations it does succession planting oh wow all all kinds of stuff it's really a fabulous program so that's fantastic so it's not a guessing going out we planted (laughs) this this year let's plant something well something else it used to be right (laughs) and and, like succession planting is one of the hardest things of farming i mean i'm not familiar with it entirely but i can infer from the name i would suspect that there's certain things that grow better after something else or something that well, well re- that re- too but with rejuvenates the soil after yeah well that's in your rotations right but in succession planting so you plant green onions mm-hmm. then three weeks later you plant green onions again mm-hmm. so that john's not out right and <laughs> trying to remember that right all right you okay. know when right. you've got a hundred varieties going on right you know so now it just pops up it's right. Like you need to plant green onions. Oh. <laughs> so, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have a plant plant planting order sheet that we we've created for seeding, so we know how many seeds we've seeded, uh, the variety, where it goes, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and then we can follow it along in the rotation. And wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, we planted 30,000 onions last week. 30,000? Seeds, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very therapeutic. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah, so. Wow. So I'm glad that's done. <laughs> but, and that's that's not going to come up till late in the season. Yeah, right? their storage. Like right. we, we aim for the end of August. The sweet ones will be earlier. They're up now. They popped up in five days, so wow, that was good. So, um, but yeah, it's it's we have a lot. Of, we try and get a lot of storage stuff because we have the facilities to store things. Yeah, and extend their life so that we have something for the winter. Right. You know, is that what all these bins are, or is that just no? That's bins? the bins. Our shipping bins. Shipping bins. Oh yeah. Yeah, we put a, a clean new liner in every one every time. Oh yeah. So. You know, wow. it's pretty slow right now, but yeah, you don't want to be here on a Tuesday in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything comes in that door and goes out that door. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, but yeah, with the rotations, it's very important if you're going to have a continual supply. Right. You know, and then you get times where 
the second rotation catches up to the first one, so then you got twice as much as you need. And, <laughs> right. Or one doesn't grow. It's, you know, right. Kinds of, all kinds of things. I know, I know we've had a couple times where you know, like greens have been doing really well, and then the weather changes, and, and all of a sudden they're like, no, I'm going to. <laughs> well, cucumbers, English cucumbers are probably the worst. Really? You know, like they're growing like crazy, and then a cloud goes by, and they stop. <laughs> if you want, like their leaves fold down. Really? And they're like, nah, we're not growing. Then the cloud goes by and the sun comes out. They're boing. Really? <laughs> wow. What, yeah. you were, I, uh, this is off subject of, of organic, but you were telling me about cucumbers. You have some curly cucumbers. Curly ones. You said the round ones that you fit, they'll fit in your lunchbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sailboat cucumbers. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. English cucumbers, you have to prune the plant mm-hmm. to get straight cucumbers, right? And if you don't get a straight one, you can't wrap them. And if right. You if you don't wrap them, they don't keep. Right. So if they grow and hit a leaf axis or a tendril, they'll, they turn. Oh, really? And sometimes they'll hit a leaf turn hit a leaf turn oh, you know, really? and they're about this round yeah. you know and it's a whole english cucumber but it's only like six inches across wow <laughs> it just goes round and round crazy yeah we used to have fun with that <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, wow. we've, we've grown a lot of different kinds of cucumbers too and it's yeah yeah, we grew Armenian ones one one year oh, yeah. in our first greenhouse, and we thought, oh yeah, we're 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 going camping because cucumbers only this long. We came back and it was just about four feet long. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, those are the long running ones. Yeah, they're yeah. fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're almost like a kiwi version of cucumber. Wow, that's hilarious. Yeah. So we come back, there's this thing hanging <laughs> from the roof, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, Interesting. Love, I love these stories about vegetables, actually, that you, you tell, because you were telling, like, the, the radishes you were telling about, the ones growing outside to the ones that grow in the greenhouse. Yeah. Just with the leaves. Yeah, with the leaves difference. Outside, when they seem when they get wind, mm-hmm. they get prickly. Yeah. Uh, and then we grow them inside. And the leaves you can throw in a salad, and they're kind right. of radishy and smooth, and right, nice and tender, and nice and yeah. tender, yeah, right. But wow. yeah, you take those ones outside, and there's no way. So no, no, there's a lot. You know, we don't grow any radishes outside at all, because right. you know our rows are all 150 feet long. Wow. If you plant 150 feet of radishes, then you got too many radishes, <laughs> and they're too close. So you have to thin them. Then the bugs enjoy them. Right. Then, then they don't get enough water, and they get hot and prickly, and well, it's and they, yeah, no. right. Wow. No, we have a tight. Wow. Control. So how many how many different foods do you think you grow through here in a year? Do you know? <sighs> yeah. We were last year. We were a hundred. It was a little less than normal. We were a hundred and sixteen. Kinds wow. of veg. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we're normally 124. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work keeping that much organized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're doing continual starts on a lot of things too. Well, right? yeah, you know, and you know, like in September, you know, the tomatoes want to ripen some more, and they have to come out because we have to get them out, get the soil prepped, and get the spinach in. Right. For the winter, you know, and the Asian greens and yeah. arugula and all that stuff, you know. So if you were here on the day, you know, you come in the morning, there's the tomatoes. Right. 
you know, we, we roll them to 14 feet high. Wow. And uh, come in the afternoon, they're gone. The soil's prepped. And the next morning, we plant it. Wow. It's incredible. So, yeah, it's, it's wow. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, t- today we were planting beets. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that the next rotation of salad, Asian greens, things like that. And they planted, it was like 600, over 600 flats. 600 flats? Today, yeah. There's oh 72 plants in each flat. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, that's insane. Yeah. So yeah. Wow, that's we, fantastic. I guess, do you have, I mean, this is stab in the dark, but do you have any estimations as to like how much poundage or tonnage of food you're making in here? I do. Oh, you do? Uh, I do. Ha- we ha- I don't know off the top yeah, of my okay. head. But, <laughs> but you do but, track it. But I do know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Like sometimes we're amazed yeah. at, at the pounds produced. Yeah. You know, like it, in August, it was two years ago in August, we thought, man, it just seems like we had a lot of stuff. Right. You know, and we figured it out at the end of the day, and it was just about a ton and a half. We shipped that one day. That day? Yeah. Oh, my God. And you think about it, it's not that, like it's 15 acres is a big farm, but it's not that Producing big in 3, the scale. pounds in that day. No, we're, we're uh, intense. <laughs> 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 to be kind, you know, like, yeah, we, our, you know, we measure everything in income per foot. Right. And if it doesn't make it, it doesn't grow again. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I always get a kick out of people growing cabbage, because you know there's no return. Well, you know, cabbage it takes a foot and a half. Right. Right. So you're at wholesale probably. If you're three bucks, you're lucky. Right. You know, put orange carrots in there, and you're about twenty five dollars. Right. Wow. You know, and all the all the people we've mentored over the years, first thing I ask them. What are you going to grow? First thing they say, cabbage. Really? Yep, every time. And it keeps saying, don't do that. And they, <laughs> and they do it. Really? And then they phone me back and say, hey, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. yeah. So it's pretty funny. Wow. That's interesting. I never actually thought about growing in that way, is it? By the square footage, right? Like yeah. This yeah. much yeah, for that. By the row foot. Yeah. Wow. Well, you have to keep sort of track of it to know what you're doing yeah you know because if you're planting something that you're going to get 50 cents for out of a foot and a half or yeah. two or three bucks well you better not grow much of it yeah <laughs> that doesn't keep the farm growing um, you know so yeah you know we used to shoot for 250 a foot and it's much more now wow uh, you know we've got to a point where we can we've upped it yeah that's yeah. fantastic so it's overall 30 years in, it's doing well for you. You're doing well, well for we, you. we eat well. Yeah, that's good. Lots of exercise, fresh air. Yeah. 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 That cold beer at the end of the day is really <laughs> good. good. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I don't know what else I would do. You yeah. Know, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting on. So it's just like, yeah, we'll keep on getting exercise, fresh air. Yeah. So. Well, you're doing a bang up job of it. <laughs> Thank you. I hope. <laughs> I hope we are. And I'm very thankful for you for sure because I know I appreciate it that. makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. And there's certain little things like I love the fact that I can order 
too many salad greens from you and then not have to worry that I'm going to lose that because it's got the life in it because it's that fresh, right? Like yeah, that's right. The, yeah, yeah, it hasn't traveled anywhere. Yeah, it hasn't traveled anywhere. It doesn't have that. It doesn't start to wilt halfway through the, like, two days in. And I'm no. like, yeah. No. Yeah. No, we write, we, every batch of everything we produce, we put it, uh, some in the cooler. Right. And control it so we know. Oh, yeah. You know, because we've had people say, well, I got this yesterday and it went off. No, you, no, didn't. you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen. You know. Yeah. You know, no, that's it, smart. That's smart. Once in a while, it gets, something gets too warm. Yeah. Because we pack here and the cooler's up there. Right. And between here and there, it gets sun on it or something. Right. You know, you get wilty stuff. And, but then we usually catch it at that end and into the compost. It goes right. and we do it again. Right. So, wow. so it's, uh, you know, we, we try and control it. And it's important for me to know how long stuff lasts right? yeah you know i did a did a survey of, you know those in stores those little um cellophane things with the 10 um snow peas in right right, oh, yeah. right you know when i was in small scale we traced them oh yeah it was very interesting they, they went from uh, guatemala to argentina to be packed then they went to texas to dallas for distribution in the United States. Then they went to Toronto. What? Distribution in Eastern Canada. Then they went to Vancouver. Wow. And for distribution in British Columbia. So it was... That's incredible. It was over a month from the time they were picked till the time they got here. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, it's like... And they cost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if, you, if you eat seasonally... Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. Yeah. You know, like... But wow. we've all been programmed now, so yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's hard to break those those urges that you're like, I yeah. want to have this, and it's yeah, no. <laughs> we sort of cater to that, don't we? The yeah. I want a strawberry right now. Well, it's December. Well, will somebody's going to provide that strawberry for you well, yeah. right? because you yeah. got that demand for one. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. going to get it. You know, I'm harassing our, our kids now about eating seasonally and yeah. locally, right? It's a struggle. They said, they said, well, we just eat what you got because they don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Cut the shopping bill down. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they're, they're doing good. Our grandkids are right into, oh, yeah? into it. Yeah. Oh, so good. that's fantastic. They like to run around down here. Yeah. Any place? of them have the organic farming bug? Yeah. Uh, our oldest granddaughter, I oh, think. Yeah. she's five now. Yeah. And she has her own little garden and Oh that's awesome. And nice. you know, like she grows a couple of tomato plants and a couple of cucumbers and nice. And that you know, she's waiting for her legs to get long enough to drive the golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah, farming usually skips a generation too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like my parents never farmed or gardened. Right. Um, but my grandparents were huge. huge. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think everything does that. Your kids immediately don't want to do whatever you're doing. Then no, yeah, no, yeah. My grandfather, he had a three quarters of an acre garden, yeah. and he was ninety-two the last time he hand dug it. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he was ninety-two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All yeah. All right. Well, this has been great talking with you. I don't want to hold you up too well, much you. longer. Yeah, we're taking up a lot of your time already. Yeah. yeah.
It's the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've learned a lot, and I hope our listeners are going to learn a lot. And they want to come down and visit you uh, and check out the farm stand here. Check out the farm stand, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. mind giving the address and uh, how uh, they can get in contact you f- with uh, you? We're on Dazzini Road, 2124 Dazzini. Okay. Uh, as soon as you turn off the highway, it's the first left Right. is the farm stand. And, you know, we have a sandwich board out there. It's self-serve, so... You know, it's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, and then perfect. people can get you at uh, Edible Island and Seeds in and town. And Seeds, yeah. And uh, so it it's uh, it's good. The farm stand, you know, people enjoy it and, yeah. and that. And it's interesting. After we moved here from Saratoga Beach, some people, their kids used to come with the family camping. Right. You know, when they were like four and five years old, right? And now. They're adults and they have kids and they come to our farm stand. Oh yeah, still. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Yeah, That's all, awesome. all those years, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I mean, you're not that far, right? You've only you're only a couple of kilometers away. Yeah. From, from where you were previously, so it's not. Yeah. So if they really want to find you, they'll find you. You're, you're in the oh same, yeah. Same area. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. We're just ending up, but I've got one last question. Oh, no. I'm just thinking about like it just occurred to me. Is this like just this area? How much since you've come and put the farm in here? How much it's grown with other farms in the area? Oh, right. It's been huge. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we came here, there were only I think we were the third farm, other than dairy. Wow. You know, and now there's probably I don't know, probably close to a hundred. Wow. So. Do you know, I used to quote, uh, again, we are wrapping up, uh, Aaron Rail, Chef Aaron Rail, made a, a offhand comment once on one of our podcasts, and he said uh, he came from Victoria where uh, there was 450 restaurants that were being supplied by 150 farms, and then he moved here where there was 150 restaurants being supplied by 450 farms. And I, I've always thought that was pretty... Uh, like I, it was give, give me context. I didn't realize how many far, food growers there were in town. And I only just saw, I don't know why I'm going into this so much for a little factoid. Um, but yeah, in the Comox Valley, there are 455 registered food growers. I had no idea yeah. that we were actually, I thought that was just a, a, a shot in the dark that Aaron <laughs> made, but we are actually at 455 food growers in this yeah. in the valley right now. It's amazing. And a yeah. hundred of them are here. <laughs> well, Merville, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the outback there. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for everything. Oh, I, thank I know you. We're trying to wrap this episode up, but we can just keep talking. we got to put an end to it. <laughs> or we're going to be here all night. <laughs> yeah. Cut. <laughs> and that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips, behind the scenes, and of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley.
Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. Ready again? <laughs>